my name's Leah Salmon, The Naturally You Coach, and today I'm going to be giving you seven ways that you can use CMOS gel. So a lot of us already know all the benefits of CMOS gel. It's been promoted for years by the late, great Dr. Sebi um, as being an alkaline food, as being a super nutritious food. Um, and some people feel that there's just one way to take it, which is mixed up with condensed milk and nutmeg and cinnamon and um, whilst that is a way of taking it, though I wouldn't necessarily recommend the condensed milk part of it, that is traditionally how I remember most people making um, Irish moss or using Irish moss or using sea moss. I remember when I was a teenager and my brother wanted to get, like he wanted to build up. <laughs> so he got me to come to his house and make him loads of sorrel and loads of um, the Irish moss drink. So he could just keep it in his fridge and freezer while he was working. So he could just um, take it. And that's exactly how I made it. I followed the recipe on the side of the Irish moss pack and I boiled it down. I don't even think I knew about soaking at that time. So I think I just boiled it down and then, um, yeah, just blended it with condensed milk and and honey and um, loads of spices and things like that. But there are a lot more ways that you can use it, especially obviously if you are plant-based and you don't want to use dairy. And I wouldn't necessarily recommend dairy, um, especially to the sisters that I work with. Um, So I'm going to give you seven other ways of using it. Now, the first way of using it is the simplest way, um, which is just to take it off the spoon. And by the way, before I go any further... I'm assuming you already know how to make Irish moss gel or sea moss gel. If you don't already know how to make the gel from the um, dry moss, or if you have not already bought, because you can buy the dry moss and make the sea moss gel from it, or you can buy the moss gel pre-made. So um, you can find the pre-made gel and the dry moss, both on my website, thenaturallyyoucoach.com forward slash CMOS. Um, also on that page, you can find directions of how you can turn your dry moss, if you already have dry moss from somebody somewhere else, how to turn that moss into gel. It's so simple. Um, and all the instructions are on that page. So once you've got your lovely gel, um, you can simply, the first way to take it in is simply by taking it off the spoon, simply by taking a spoonful and eating it. Now it is a gel. <laughs> it is, it does have a somewhat slimy consistency. Um, and depending on how you make it, you can, and it does, I don't feel it has much of a taste in the first place. It does have a slight seaweedy smell. Um, but you can, in the process of soaking it, you can soak it with, uh, fresh limes that kind of get rid of some of that fresh sea smell. Um, you can also, when you're making the gel, you can add things to the gel as you're making it. So you can add things like, again, lemon or lime juice to the gel. So it gives it a bit of flavor. I know a company that sells the pre-made gel and they add a lot of different um, nutritives to it. Um, and another company makes their gel with cinnamon and nutmeg. So the gel comes out with a nice taste. Now, be mindful that if you are going to uh, flavor your gel, the whole batch of gel that you're making, it will maybe possibly restrict how you can use it moving forward. Because if you're going to use it in something savory, for example, and you've put lemon juice in it, um, then that might alter the end result of what you're going to use. So if you're going to, if you want a batch that's just for you to eat off the spoon that you want to taste nice, then you can mix it with um, other things. So the gel itself 
tastes good and you want it to still be predominantly gel so you don't want to mix it with a whole bunch of other stuff um but you, you can flavor it slightly so that it's more palatable to just eat it off the spoon so that is the first way i know a lot of people who do do that um i must say that i have noticed that when clients i'm working with start using cmos gel and they take it with as minimal um in 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 a way that's mixed with as minimal things as possible. So they're kind of taking it as raw as possible. They seem to get better results. Not to say that everybody else doesn't, but those people who are who are almost brave enough in some instances, because some people don't think it's a big deal. They're like, oh, I'll just take it off the spoon. It's no big deal. Um, people who do that do tend to get more bang for their buck from the CMOS gel. So that's the first way of doing it. The second way that you can take CMOS gel, um, which is the way that I do it, is either in tea where you just, because the CMOS gel um, melts down quite quickly, when you've prepared the gel and it's normally kept in the fridge to keep it fresh, when you take it out of the fridge, it will be a solid gel. But when you start, take that um, spoonful and spoon it into your, into a boiling hot drink, um, then it will melt down quite quickly. And all you'll really be left with is the tea will become slightly um, thicker. That's all it is. It's not going to be like gloopy like a smoothie, but the liquid will just be slightly um, thicker. So you, it does take a little bit of time to stir it all down and mash it down so that the moss fully um, melts into the tea. But you can then put um, honey into the tea. And again, it won't really impact the taste of the tea that you're having. So if you have a stronger tasting tea, something like um, you know, like a really strong tasting tea, like Ceresi tea or Pardaco tea, um, then you almost definitely won't taste anything. But even something that's stronger, but slightly milder, like a peppermint tea, you will definitely not taste um, the, the difference. It will just be a thicker drink that you're having. And again, that's a really easy way to get it into your body as well. The other thing that you can do, which is, this is also what I do, and this is what I do for the whole family, is to incorporate it into your smoothies. So I have a bit of a ritual to make smoothies for the children every morning and we alternate between like a fruit or green smoothie and a nut milk based smoothie and I will put about six tablespoons six to eight tablespoons um, of CMOS gel into the smoothie and blend it all down so that is going to create a thickness I mean smoothies are normally already thick anyway but it may it, you know just adds to the thickness of the smoothie and you absolutely cannot taste it because it's combined with all the other ingredients um, that you're using in the smoothie so that's definitely another way of doing it. Now, some people mix it into juices. See, I'm not I've tried it with juices because juices are room temperature. Um, I just find that the, the, the gel doesn't break down into it. So you have to blend it anyway. So you're kind of blending it in the same way that you would blend a smoothie. So, I mean, it, I guess that could be considered another way. You could put your juice into a smoother, a sm <laughs> smoother. You could put your juice into your blender and then put the CMOS gel in and then blend it all together. You could definitely do that. But because I, I guess because I'm in the ritual of making smoothies anyway, I just chuck it in and then it's just less effort than going to the effort of making this, the juice in one machine with a juicer and then going ahead and blending it. Now, if you're buying a pre-made juice, um, then again, I guess it's not that much different. But again, um, you do just need to make sure you're really blending it really well so you don't end up with like clumps of the CMOS because I hate bits in my juice. I hate bits of clumps, <laughs> clumpy stuff in my juice. Like I do not, I feel offended 
If someone tries to give me juice with like orange juice with the bits in it, I cannot stand that. I want a smooth drink. So I guess it's also to do with your palate. So those are, that's the other way that you can do it. So you can just take it off the spoon, have it in tea, have it in a smoothie. You can also um, stir it into soups, stews, gravies, because again, it's going to melt down in the cooking process. When it's heated up, it's going to melt down and it blends in perfectly with those foods of those consistencies. So you're not going to taste it at all. I actually know a sister who gets the moss before it's been blended. So she just rehydrates the moss by soaking it and then chops it up and stir fries it. So that's Another way that you could cook it and use it in savory food is just by using it like you would another vegetable. And that is kind of how they, um, you prepare other vegetables, other sea vegetables like hijiki, um, are normally just chopped and stir fried into other vegetable, um, stir fried type dishes or just kind of stir fried. So that's another way that you can have it is, um, spooned into um, soups and smoothie soups stews and gravies and again you will just need to get the spoon and put it in and mix it in and it will melt down you don't need to do anything more to it because the heat will just break it down so that's another easy way of getting it in the other thing that you can do is combine it into desserts and again just like with smoothies you will not taste it one of the cheesecakes that we make more regularly now um, well, more regularly, we've made, we've make it more regularly, um, for birthdays and things like that now. So it's not like all the time. I wish I did make it all the time actually, <laughs> but I don't want to make it so much that I don't like it. It's not special anymore, but it's a chocolate cheesecake. It's a raw vegan chocolate cheesecake. So the recipe for the main cheesecake is in my book, Leah's Raw Food Feast. So the cheesecake part is made with like soaked cashews and um, soaked dates blended together with a few other ingredients. And the uh, one of the ingredients we now have started adding is the sea moss gel. So it all blends together. And not only does it ensure that you get that um, set cheesecake consistency, which you pretty much do with the ingredients that are there, but this just ensures it's a nice like firm cheesecake but you're also getting all of the nutrients of the of the sea moss so eating it just feels so good because you're like oh my gosh this tastes amazing and I know I'm getting so much nutrients and again it's a raw food cheesecake that I normally make so there's already a lot of nutrients in there from the other ingredients but knowing it's sea moss oh it's so (laughs) it's so delightful watching the children eat it um like even when we make the the cheese the cheesecake topping part you blend it all in the Vitamix there's sometimes where we'll pour maybe half of that cheesecake um topping onto the actual cheesecake base and then we're just there at the Vitamix just scooping it out and licking it out with our fingers um and with spoons because it's just so delicious so that's another thing you can do you can blend it into um cheesecakes you can blend it into homemade ice creams fruit sorbets um all of those kind of things like sauces if you're making like a um a nut cream that can go on things like again in the my book Leah's Raw Food Feast there's a recipe for a cash a macadamia nut cream um that I put onto an apple crumble um and they're all raw vegan so you can incorporate the um CMOS gel into those um foods as well and again you're not going to taste it it's just going to add a nice thickness because bear in mind CMOS or CMOS extract is used as a thickener in industrial food production. So, um, you know, it really does help to kind of add some body to some of the foods you're making as well. The other thing, the other two ways are ways you can apply it externally. So those first five ways are where you can take it in. You can also apply it as a face mask. So you literally get that mask. Um, again, you may have to mix it into some water 
to some hot water to turn it back into a paste if you're taking it from the fridge. And then you just kind of slap it on your face, basically. Um, make sure it obviously doesn't go in your eyes or anything like that. Around the eyes is absolutely fine. Um, and then you would let it sit on your face. So you can, you would let it sit on your face for about 20 minutes and then wash it off with warm water. And then you can, now what I would recommend you do before you put the face mask on, as with all face masks, I would highly recommend that you wash your face, um, and use a toner if you use toners, just so that your face is nice and clean so that the, um, CMOS gel can really penetrate into your pores and really get into your body and do some work. Um, so, you would want to put on enough so that it completely covers all your skin. It doesn't need to be like a thick layer. It just needs to completely cover all of your skin. Now, one of the things that you can maybe schedule in is that you will do this face mask when when you're making a new batch of gel, if you make gel yourself, so that it's already in its warm liquid state. So you don't need to kind of mash it down or melt it down again. Because if you take it straight out of the fridge, you will have to mash it down and melt it down so that it can spread evenly on your face. Because it's like coconut oil. If it's in a very hot place, well, not like coconut oil, but similar. <laughs> so if it's in a if you if it's nice and warm and hot, then it's nice and soft. As soon as it goes somewhere cold, it gets hard again. So um you might want to kind of do that, do both things at the same time. So you don't need to go through the, the added step of getting it soft again. Um, the other thing that you can do, which I've never tried, I've tried all the rest of them. This is the one thing I haven't tried, but I've seen it been promoted and people speak of it beneficially is to, um, again, get the softened gel and pull it through your hair, massage it into your hair, run it down the length of your hair, um, as a conditioner. So, I don't think this would work. And again, this is just conjecture here. <laughs> so I'm not hundred percent sure with this. I don't think this is recommended for sisters with locks. I think this is more useful for sisters who have got like loose natural hair or maybe, um, you know, chemically processed hair, permed hair, that kind of thing, perm, chemically straightened hair. Sorry. Um, because you would not, I, I'm not, I don't think this is something you're meant to leave in all the information that I've seen so far. It's normally something that is washed out. However, just like flaxseed gel, and my niece uh, showed me how to make flaxseed gel the other day and she helped me make it. And I put that in my hair and I left that in. I, that was a leave-in condition that I left in my hair. I oversaturated my hair with it and then I sealed it in with um, oil and that stayed on my hair. So, um, I'm not going to definitely recommend that you use CMOS gel as a leave-in conditioner, but I've definitely seen a lot of good reports of sisters who have used it as a conditioner that sits on their hair for a little while um, and then is rinsed out and then moisturized. So those are seven different ways that you can use CMOS gel. So you can just eat it off the spoon, mix it into or blend it into smoothies, stir it into your tea, add it to soups, stews and gravies, add it to desserts like cheesecakes and ice creams or creams, use it as a face mask or use it in your hair as a conditioner. I hope you have found this information useful. You can find out more about CMOS gel and the benefits and order some pre-made in a gel form or as a dry gel at the naturallyyoucoach.com forward slash CMOS. Take care and stay healthy.